The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio uh, with a few stray hairs going on in my face. In my face too. Uh, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, there's two videos on the top of the page there. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can watch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll go live in that little section right there. And then on the right side is where we're streaming live right now. Just click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. You can join us in the chat over there. A few friends over there at Rumble, and we are streaming live to Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is where you'll find us. That's our channel on Rumble. Also, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. 
dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. We're also there. But anytime, you can all, always watch us right there, top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And by the way, that stays up after we're done. Uh, of course, it takes a few minutes to process, and then that stays up until the next morning when we start again. So uh, <clears throat> be sure to remember that. If you miss something, you can always go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right there it is, and you can watch it anytime you want. Okay. All right. Uh, right up under that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter uh, that comes out in the evenings. And if you want our ministry email, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com and then sign up there. That's once a week. And you'll find out what's going on in the ministry. And you'll get some exclusive pictures. You're not going to see them on the website usually uh, on Sons of Liberty Media uh, or even see them on the show. That comes in our ministry uh, email. Sign up for that at sonsoflibertyradio.com. If you would like to help us, you agree with our message, and you'd like to help us, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly, and that helps keep us out there doing the things that we're doing. And uh, we appreciate every one of your uh, you guys' support out there. Also, our store is available. This week, we're highlighting the Necessity T-shirts. Uh, this has the William Pitt, the younger. Um, Sort of done like an American flag. The the words are sort of the stripes, and then there's the stars over there. Uh, necessi- necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. This this thing will really get a good conversation going. These are available in black and blue. I think there's about six different sizes. Donation of $20, unless you're getting like the double X or triple X large. I think there's like $5 difference or something like that. Um, but no, normally $20, you can get 15% off this week through Saturday at midnight when you use the promo code NECESSITY. Pretty simple. Use that and you knock off 15%, but that's only through Saturday at midnight. Okay, let me give you a couple of headlines. I want to play a couple of videos and then um, talk about something that's going on that we put um, you know, a, a, a report out about yesterday and remind you of what's what's kind of taking place in the country, and the need to prepare, the need to be prudent um, in our day-to-day lives. We, we need to do that. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, all by himself or so he may have thought. Uh, Bradley made this part of his show the other day uh, about this guy, this young man by the name of Corey Patrick. Um, you know, went to his graduation by himself, left by himself. I don't know what the situation, the family situation is that he has. Um, somebody captured him on, in a picture, put it out there, uh, got reported on by a lot of people. And this is one of those good news things. You know, I used to do a thing, a report, when I was at Freedom Outpost called Good News, whatever the date was. And I had a couple of sites, and <clears throat> sometimes it was good news as as in there was some justice being brought. And so that was good news, you know, politicians and bad cops and all this kind of stuff uh, that, that were done. And that's good news. Uh, good news where people stood up. Good news of where, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of some of the, the things that we had. Uh, one of them was a, a lady who worked in the porn industry coming out of that and becoming a Christian. Um, have followed up because we were going to see if we could bring her on after we had Deanna Lynn on. And uh, she's, you know, this this other lady is doing quite well with her husband. Now they have children. They have their ministry that they're doing together, which is great. I'm glad to see those kind of things. We had, um, you know, just people doing acts of kindness to other people. And sometimes we need that. And sometimes I even forget, boy, people get a boost when they get some good news because there's so much bad out there. 
and we need some good news. So I may revert back to doing that, maybe not as extensive. I think I got 10 stories out a day uh, that were good news, um, and I just linked to them so people could go go check them out. But uh, we, we do need some good news, and this story of Corey is a, a really good story, and they ended up uh, one of the, I guess it was a local radio station or something, I, I don't know, uh, gave the, the young man a car. So I guess he's, you know, he's going to get some teachers to teach him how to drive. So uh, they're they're funded all that, and I I just think that's a, that's a great sense of generosity, um, a a good story that builds people up. And so yeah, I think I'm going to try to make that as best I can. Something I can do. It'll probably just links that you can click um, when you go in there, but it'll be a way that. Uh, you know, in the midst of all of the bad stuff that we have, there is some good news. We can still rely on the fact that God is working through people. Um, even sometimes the bad people he's working through um, to bring about his to be, to bring about his ends. Um, they're not just running around out there all on their own, folks, any more than the devil is. The devil's still God's devil. You know, I heard this story one time, just to make a point here, and I think I've shared it on the air, but I'll share it again. Where there was an elderly lady, and um, excuse me, I had to cough there all of a sudden. There was an elderly lady in an apartment building. She didn't have food, and so she began to pray to God. Well, there was this guy upstairs. He claimed he didn't believe in God and this, that, and the other. And he goes, I'll show this old lady. I'll go get the food, and I'll show her who's responsible for that. So he goes out, and he buys some groceries. He brings it back to her door, knocks on the door, and he says, I got these for you. And she, she took the bag of groceries, and she said, Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, that you provided for me. And he goes, what are you thanking God for? I brought it here. And she goes, well, I'm thanking God because even if he had to use the devil to bring it here, he answered my prayers. <laughs> so she recognized the source of it, whatever the case may be. Now, with that said, okay, we got the Corey Patrick out of the way. Um, that story, also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Who's behind a series of mysterious explosions at natural gas facilities in the U.S.? We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Yesterday's show, if you didn't hear it, you done me wrong. I don't know what the issue was with Rumble. It took several hours to process, uh, three or four hours for it to process. I don't, I don't know what was going on there. Um, but that was the one where we talked about actual forgiveness, how it works. And, you know, this, this tendency of the natural man is to want to not confront. Or if you confront, it's very fleshly. It's to, it's to get one over on somebody. Okay. And we talked about the fact that within the body of Christ, we're to go to one another when somebody sinned against us or where we've sinned against them. And the Bible gives the remedy for that, that we're to go and to look to win our brother, not to harm him, not to destroy him, not to humiliate him, but we're to go there to, to reconcile with him so that there's real healing there, so there isn't these rifts in between us to where we cannot be one, even as Jesus prayed that we would be one in John 17. So check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com if you missed it. Also, a new documentary exposes whose diabolical plan to use vaccines to reduce global population. You can check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, the guys over at Before It's News, <clears throat> there's a guy by the name of Jeff Osborne. My understanding is he's either the owner or something to do with Before It's News. Um, he's put together some videos on different subjects. Now, it's just got images that come across the screen, but he's relating God's word in those on particular subjects, whether it's healing, whether it's um, uh, dealing with the unclean spirit, paralytic. I'm just reading off here, but there's about 10 or 15 of those in there. 
be sure to check that out. The healing power of God's word is yours today. And God does heal us. This is why I encourage people, you know, on the weekend, get together with the people of God. Read the word of God. Maybe you don't have a a church to attend. You know, the church is the body of Christ. It is the people of God. And so get together with one another. Read the word of God. If you can't do anything else, get together and read the word of God. Is it not sharper than any two-edged sword? Yes, it is. Is it not powerful? Yes, it is. Get together and do those things. Check that out at sonsofelibritymedia.com. Also, Innocent Families Home Burned. Listen to this. 15-year-old boy dead after SWAT set their home on fire with flashbangs. Again, I asked, uh, uh, you know, where are the guys, where are the police officers who are going to start speaking out against this stuff? They're in the wrong house. Okay? Innocent family. A 15-year-old boy is dead. You can rest assured they ain't nobody going to be held accountable for this stuff. Flashbangs. I've reported on so many of those things. I mean, these things burn at a ridiculous uh, temperature. If they hit you in the leg, they're going to burn your skin down to the bone. That's how hot they are. Again, these guys going in, and I understand SWAT. I understand that there's, there's probably a need for them at some level. But how they're being used against the people here in the United States is ridiculous. They're, this is not a military zone. I know Lindsey Graham, treasonous Lindsey Graham from my state, who's an embarrassment to the people of South Carolina and a traitor to us as well. I know he wants to tell you that there's a war here in America. Well, there is. The problem is the attacks are on the wrong people. We better get it through our heads who the enemy is. First of all, our enemies are not flesh and blood. That's the first thing that we're to realize as Christians, that there is principalities and powers behind the faces we see. That's the first thing we have to realize as believers in the Lord Jesus. The second thing is, he is often using government entities to war against us, to be tyrannical against us. And this is why you hear me make so much mention of tacticalcivics.com. Go there and learn your civic duty. You don't have to agree with everything, but there's, there's, there's civic duties that we have, and we have rights to perform those civic duties. And while everybody else is saying defund the police, I'm saying replace them with the Constitution militia. Let the people govern themselves. That was, what our, that was, the, that was, the, was the envisionment at the beginning of the country. Let the people govern themselves. But too many times the people say, no, we'll not have this government of ourselves. We'll not have this enforcement of law. We'd rather pay the boys in blue or the boys in brown or whoever to go in and, and do it for us. Well, you get what you pay for, don't you? You get what you pay for. Also, sunsalbritymedia.com. Okay, now we're finally getting some talk about you know Hunter Biden's laptop. A video of Hunter Biden buying enough crack to put him in jail for years proves the elites are acting above the law. Yeah, they, they are. And why? I go back to what I just said. The people have not brought them to... Look, you can't expect corrupt politicians to bring these guys to justice. You just can't expect that to happen. Because they're corrupt. And the corrupt are not going to you know, go after the other corrupt. They're just not going to do that. This is why the power lies with the people. 
And that's not in just being keyboard warriors. That's out actually learning what your duty is and then performing that in your counties. You can do it. You know, we are the solution that we're asking for. God uses people quite often as means of setting the record straight and bringing justice. Uh, so be sure to check those out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Oh, one more I want to make mention of. <clears throat> I got something tickling in my throat here. This is the latest from Ron Paul. How much did the U.S. government pressure Twitter to ban Alex Berenson? Now, Alex is, um, he's a guy who writes for, I think, the New York Times. Yeah, he writes for the New York Times. Here was his tweet, and this is why he got banned. It doesn't stop infection or transmission. He's talking about the, the shots. Don't think of it as a vaccine. Think of it, at best, as a therapeutic with a limited window of efficacy, which it doesn't even have that, uh, and terrible side effect profile that must be dosed in advance of illness, and we want to mandate it? Insanity. That's exactly right, uh, except for the, the point that it's therapeutic. It's not therapeutic. It's a poison. It's a poison you're putting in your body. I mean, we've been saying that for how long now? Two years or so? We, we were talking about it before the vaccine, the shots even rolled out. We were talking about the dangers of it, just from what limited knowledge we had of what was what was in them, the limited the knowledge that we have of the regular vaccines over the years that have been put out and the, the harm they've caused. And then relating it back to Scripture of what we're putting in our body. We're not even putting it in the natural means that God has given through the orifice in our face, right? We, we, don't, even, we don't even do that. We say, no, we're going to bypass the system God has to filter things out in our bodies, and we're just going to pump it directly into the body. Give, it, give, it, give me a shot. Right, And then they came out with, give me a pill, because a lot of people are into that stuff, too. There's a couple of things I want to bring uh, up here. And this is a guy by the name of, I hope I pronounce his name correctly, Pierre Polivre. I hope I said that right. He's out of Canada. I want you to listen to what this guy said, because, you know, a lot of these people in Canada, and there was somewhere else where somebody got up and they, they called out the issue of a lot of the rep, their representatives being tied to the World Economic Forum, right? Which is a domestic, it's, an, it's a foreign enemy to every country on the earth. It's a foreign enemy to every country on the earth. Listen to what he has to say here. I think you'll agree with what, he, what he's going to tell you. Freedom means making our own decisions here at home. And it means banning our federal ministers from attending the World Economic Forum. Yeah. All right, so what he's saying is we need to ban, we need to put in place something that says if you're going to represent the people, you cannot be tied to these foreign entities. And I think he would probably go for, farther and should say you can't be a part of, you can never have been a part of the Council on Foreign Relations, you can never have been a part of the United Nations, any of this kind of stuff, the World Health Organization. And he obviously mentions the World Economic Forum. Uh, I'm sure he's going to get a lot of support there up in Canada. And, um, you know, I don't know what his other issues are, but that's, that's a good thing. Keeping your people away from foreign entities that they can intertwine themselves with to be used against the people. Also, this guy right here. This guy is a neuroscience uh, scientist, and he's got a few seconds here. He wants to tell you a little bit about what chemicals like fluoride do and how they're used 
Take a listen. Playlock, uh, I'm a board certified neurosurgeon. I retired from active practice. Now I do primarily uh, theoretical research in neurosciences. Uh, there's no modern evidence whatsoever that fluoridating water reduces cavities at all. So you have to ask the question, well, why are you still fluoridating water? Now, not only does that uh, produce lethargy, apathy, uh, weakness, tiredness in adults, but if you do it in pregnant women, the babies are born with low IQs and they never recover. We're developing a society because of all of these different toxins known to affect brain function. We're seeing a society that not only has a lot more people of lower IQ, but a lot fewer people of higher IQ. In other words, a dumbing down, a chemical dumbing down of society. So everyone's sort of mediocre. That leaves them dependent on government because they can't excel. A farmer has 15 sheep and all but eight died. How many are left? A farmer has 15 sheep and all but eight died. 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 Yeah. How many are left? All. They all died, that's what you mean. Name the month that we get the least sleep. I want to say December. Um, July. July? January. February? She got it right. Wow. Oh, wait. <laughs> so tall. <laughs> okay. Okay. All but eight died. Okay, all but eight died. Oh, but eight died. We've got some rather profound problems with fluoridation that are now well documented uh, uh, from laboratories all over the world uh, without any question. For instance, one of them Dr. Varner did uh, out of Europe in which he looked at 0.5 parts per million, which is half of what's put in water, and found significant death of neurons in the brain and damage to the blood vessels that supply blood to the brain. Spell psychiatrist. Ah! <laughs> okay, you trying okay. to find Google? <laughs> TV. No, no. Um, P S C H Y C I A S T. P S Y C H I A T R I S T. And hey, now somebody know how to spell P S Y C H O L O. G-I-S-T <laughs> P-H-Y-S-C-H-I-A-R-C-I-S-T If eight died, it would have seven left. But all but eight died. Right, right. That means they all died, man. <laughs> yeah. We have a government that is still pushing as hard as they can, using taxpayer money, to get all the water supply in the United States fluoridated. Fluoride reduces reproduction. It influences sperm mobility. When all these things are known, and in the scientific literature and peer-reviewed journals, why is the public being kept in the dark? There's the only two choices you have uh, in this debate. Either they're incredibly stupid and incompetent, are criminal, or they're doing it on purpose for a reason, which goes back to the Rockefeller design of human engineering. Oh yes, we may we may harm a lot of people, we may kill some babies, we may 
create some new diseases. Uh, you know, we may uh, wipe out whole populations at a time, but that's the price we have to pay to create the new vision, the new society. A truck driver is going down a one-way street the wrong way and passes at least 10 cops. Why is he not caught? He a construction worker. These are one of these questions that make me like dumb. Um, because he's going the other way. Because <laughs> he's a cop. Don't. Because all the cops are facing that way. He's walking. He's walking. <laughs> the eight sheep were left. Eight sheep was eight left. left. All but eight died. Oh, all but eight died. That's true. Wow. Okay, that's true. <laughs> we have these people with lower IQ who are totally dependent. Then we have this mass of people who are going to believe anything they're told because they can't really think clearly. And very few people of very high IQ who have good cognitive function who can figure this all out. And that's what they want. So, you know, you can kind of piece it together as to why they are so insistent in spending so many hundreds of millions of dollars of propaganda money to dumb down society. I, did he say 50 sheep or 15? It's kind of hard for me to tell. Either way, this 15, Alba 8 died. I mean, did he, I, mean I just sit here just kind of going, what's hard about this? What's difficult about this? Now, we're on Wellwater. You know, Wellwater probably has a little properties that have some things in it, too, uh, but not nearly as bad as the city water. And not only does the city water taste bad, it, you know, they're putting this fluoride in there for no good reason. They can't justify having fluoride in the water any more than they can justify putting in your toothpaste, putting in your mouthwash. And by the way, <clears throat> let's just be clear. It's not just the producers of these things that are doing it. It's the, it's the American Dental Association that gets behind this stuff, too. Because this stuff ain't necessarily good for your teeth, either. Right? It's not necessarily good for your teeth. So, again, they're pushing us toward, one, toward all these things. I got one more I want to do. We're going to... Boy, I'm going to be pushing because we're, we're at the halfway mark. But this was another one I wanted to bring to your attention. And it, this just goes back to... The issue of, and this is an older report um, that came out about the U.S. government conducting tests by spraying toxic chemicals on people. And many of you listening, it's not like I'm giving you this as really new news to you. Many of you already know these things. You're well informed. I don't pretend that you people who listen to the Sons of Liberty are stupid, ignorant, or dumb. I don't pretend that at all. Many of you are some who are informing me and sending me things, uh, especially you guys on Telegram, uh, who are on our Telegram channel and putting things in there. This is where a lot of these videos come from. And some of them I haven't seen. I'm aware of the issue. But I like putting it out so people can say, look, this is not conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy against the people. And we need to keep our eyes on who the enemies are, like I said at the first. This is the last one I'm going to do, and then we're going to get into our topic. Uh, this one is when the U.S. conducted tests by spraying toxic chemicals on people. Take a listen. This next story is so unbelievable, we didn't think it could possibly be true. But after receiving thousands of records and declassified reports from the Army, it's confirmed that during the Cold War, the United States military conducted secret tests on unsuspecting people in the city of St. Louis. A local sociologist will make her findings public tomorrow. 
But she spoke first to the I-Team's Lisa Zygman. Lisa Martino-Taylor's life work has been to uncover details of the Army's ultra-secret military experiments carried out in St. Louis and other cities during the 1950s and 60s. This study was secretive for a reason. Um, they didn't have um, volunteers stepping up and saying, yeah, I'll breathe zinc cadmium sulfide with radioactive particles. These Army archive pictures show how the tests were done in Corpus Christi, Texas in the 1960s. In Texas, planes were used to drop the chemical, but in St. Louis, the Army placed chemical sprayers on buildings and station wagons. City officials were kept in the dark about the tests. The Cold War cover story was that the Army was testing smoke screens to protect cities from a Russian attack. The truth, according to Martino Taylor, was much more sinister. It's pretty shocking. Um, the level of duplicity and secrecy, um, um, clearly they went to great lengths to deceive people. By making hundreds of Freedom of Information Act requests, she uncovered once classified documents that confirmed the spraying of zinc cadmium sulfide. The greatest concentration of this compound was sprayed near the pruitt Igo housing complex just south of downtown St. Louis. It was home to 10,000 low-income people, and an estimated 70% were under the age of 12. Martino Taylor claims they all unknowingly inhaled this compound morning, noon, and night, so the government could measure its effects on their lungs. So this was in violation of all medical ethics, all international codes, and the military's own policy at that time. In 1994, then-Congressman Richard Gephardt asked the Army to open its records and explain the St. Louis testing. We want to make very sure that nothing went on that would harm anyone and that all the facts are out on the table. Right, yeah, sure you do. Documents released in the 90s show the Army placed sprayers on this former Knights of Columbus building on Lindell and in Forest Park. The Army always insisted the chemical compound was safe. Martino Taylor believes documents prove otherwise. There's a lot of evidence that indicates that people in St. Louis, in the city, particularly in minority communities, were um, subjected to military tests that was connected to a larger radiological weapons development and testing project. For the first time, she links the St. Louis testing to a company called U.S. Radium, a company notorious for lawsuits involving radioactive contamination of its workers. United States Radium um, had this reputation where they had been legally liable, found legally liable um, decades prior, for um, producing a radioactive powdered paint that killed many young women who painted fluorescent watch tiles. While the Army admits it added a fluorescent substance to the zinc cadmium compound, details of whether it was radioactive remain secret. Documents uncovered to date indicate the Army never conducted follow-up studies to see whether the compound caused long-term health issues. In 1972, after years of crime, poverty, and decline, the government destroyed the Pruitt-Igo housing complex. Imagine Lisa that. Lisa News Channel 5, I-Team. Imagine that. Uh, let's get rid of the evidence. It's like Sandy Hook. Let's go bulldoze the school. It's like, what was the other school that they bull bulldozed after that happened? I mean, they get rid of the evidence. Look, the greatest crime that ever occurred on our soil, 9-11, there was no investigation. There was no real investigation. I mean, Robert Mueller was heading up that thing out of the FBI, and what did he do? He took all the evidence of the biggest 
crime against the American people. And what did he do? He didn't get it in, you know, how they do, like when a plane is shot down, they get a hangar and they put all the pieces together and they start investigating it. No, 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 they put it in things and they they shipped it off to China. (sighs) And this was done by the Army. You wonder why Tim Brown has a problem trusting government, trusting the military and all of that, guys, trusting those who, who have been put in authority. And look, those who are in authority, there's no question that they're put there by God. There's no question that they're put there. The question is, in our society, we the people are the masters of those who are, who are in these positions of authority, and we're not holding them accountable. But you want to know why I'm cynical over these things? I'm cynical because of stuff like this. If it's harmless to these people to spray them, then why keep it quiet? Why don't you just let them know, hey, we're going to conduct a test. This stuff is, isn't any problem to you. It can't harm you, blah, 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 blah. And obviously, you're conducting a test with these chemicals to see the reaction of the people. If it's harmless, then what reaction are you expecting? Right? Isn't this the logical conclusion that you would come to in asking questions about this? Yeah. But it's not that. And this isn't the only place. This is St. Louis is not the only time this has been done. This has been done multiple times in multiple cities by our government. It's been, it's been done. No getting around it. And what I'm going to talk about here in the next 20 minutes or so is what I believe our government's involved in, too. I'm, I'm just saying, it's so cynical. I'm so cynical I can't see any other way around it, okay? We've been over the fact that a number of, and we've got uh, just a ton of uh, uh, reports on these accidental fires over, what, the past year or so. Um, just in 2022, we've, we've had more than uh, a dozen probably pushing more close to two dozen food facilities, processing areas and stuff like that. Uh, hatcheries and other you know, food production places where the fires have come and they've burned them to the ground. Now, some people have said, oh, well, some people are committing arson because they just can't keep in business and they're getting the insurance money. Maybe, but there may be some of those that are like that. But I can't help but think this is an attack on the people by a foreign entity called Washington, D.C. Yep, I said that. It's a foreign entity called Washington, D.C. It is not controlled by the people of the United States. It is controlled by foreign powers. Bradley has said this on his show, not in those specific words, but he said, we've got a foreign government. It's not American government. That's exactly right. That's why it needs to have the head cut off. It is so corrupt up there, even the foundations of them, of what they're doing, is, is, is tearing loose. And we're just sitting back, waiting on the next election, many people are, thinking that's going to solve the problem. So many people cannot see what's been done to them for, for the past few years. They are waiting in the wings to put Donald Trump back on the throne. Because they think he's working with Q and the military. I'm just telling you right now, you look at the guy's life, Mike and I, 
uh, sorry, we were talking last night about that very thing, about how the pe- so many people they got the right they got the right views, they see what's going on, but they're still holding on to to the political power, thinking that's what's going to correct this problem. It's not. The people are going to correct the problem if if it's going to be corrected. And it starts first with us as individuals, and that is doing things like we talked about yesterday. One, dealing with our brothers, honestly, openly, before God, reconciling with our brothers, reconciling with our neighbors, loving one another, and then bringing justice, us bringing justice. You say, how do we do that? Again, I, I'm telling you, you can do it right in your right in your community. Many people who are listening right now, who who listen to the Sons of Liberty, they're doing it in their community. They're learning as they go, and they're applying what they're learning. The Heikalas are are a great example of that. Adam and his wife Bethany, they're a great example of lear- taking what they learn and going and applying it. They're not waiting on the next election because, frankly, the elections aren't fixing it. And if we haven't learned that over the past 170 years, and I know we haven't lived that long, nothing is going to teach us. If there are people listening to me who say, well, I can't wait till they restore Trump. Well, you know what? I've been on record, even though I'm critical of Trump, I've been on record saying, I believe the election was stolen. Now we've got some of these these, uh, uh, states who are looking at decertifying their their election after they've gone back and and went through it. Mockingbird Media isn't telling you that. But once he's in office, then you need to start really impeaching him for real unconstitutional behavior, even treasonous. You say, oh, you're one of those Democrats. You're just a closet Democrat. You know what? Get off of that stuff. The law is the law. It doesn't read Democrat. It doesn't read Republican. It says you're either guilty or you're not. That's the way the law is, and that's what we should be upholding. And there's plenty of unconstitutional things for virtually every president who's been in office, and I, I'm talking about going back to the first, of things they've done that have been unconstitutional. Why? Because they're men. And men are subject to corruption. And even if you see godly men, we have an example of David. Godly man. The Bible says, Holy Spirit inspired. He was a man after God's own heart. Was David corruptible in certain things? Yep, he fell right into the trap that was set for him. Doesn't mean he went as far as he could go. God stopped him. He was repentant. That's good. But the fact of the matter is, is that men are corruptible. They're bent towards their sin. Now, let me hit this real quick. Because... These, these accidental fires that took out these food processing, processing plants, well, what have we had, like 100 in the past year, something like that? We've had um, nearly two dozen here in 2022. And then we had this that came out at the end of April, which was FBI terrorists, and I call, that's what I called them, warn of targeted cyber attacks on food plants after mysterious fires take down multiple food facilities. What has happened at every step we've seen with false flags in the United States over the past 20, 21 years, 22 years, whatever. Who's been at the center of those things? The mass shootings and everything else. The FBI. Now, you can be an FBI agent and you can be mad about that all you want, and you may not even be a part of it. 
You may not even know what's going on. I get the compartmentalization, so I'm not trying to broad brush and say every little person who's an FBI person is involved in that. But what I am saying is the FBI, the guys running the show there, and we've seen it over the past couple of years from Comey to Ray to the rest of those guys, um, coming in and basically lying to the Congress through their teeth about what the FBI is involved in. I remember waking up, um, you know, to the issue with Pamela Geller and this guy who wanted to behead her. And the FBI knew it. They didn't do anything about it. Then they had the, the, the cartoon contest down in Texas, Garland, Texas there. And you got these jihadis coming from Arizona, and the FBI knew it. And it was left up to local cops to defend the people. Good for those cops, by the way. I want to, I you know, I want to give props where props are due. The cops went out there and, and did their duty. They weren't cowards. They went and did their duty, and they defended the people, and they took down the, the bad guys. But the FBI, got, FBI knew they were there. The FBI has been involved in, as I said before, the the getting rid of the evidence of 9/11, the biggest attack on the United States ever. Getting rid of the evidence, sending it to our enemies, our our quote unquote enemies. In China. Frankly, I don't, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think all the people of all the countries, for the majority, would be just fine with, with each other. It's these psychopathic, narcissistic, demonically controlled people that get in power that want to fight with everybody. They just want to fight with everybody. And usually they want to do it because there's something to be gained, some kind of resource, something to be stolen from the country they're fighting against. Look at our country and what we do. Here's the mirror, America. Why were we in Syria? Even Donald Trump. Oh, you know, we shouldn't. And then he lobs missiles in there twice, unconstitutionally, no authorization from Congress to start a war, and don't tell me it's not an act of aggression when nobody's done anything to you and you're firing millions of dollars worth of missiles into somebody's, uh, somebody else's country. If somebody did that to us, how would we see that? Yet we would see it as aggression. We would see it as an, a, an act of war. But Americans are being propagandized to say, no, no, they're the bad guys. And then what do we see after that? We see our troops being used to what? Protect the oil wells. The oil reserves of Syria. We were stealing their oil. Just like in Iran, uh, excuse me, Iraq. And we go in there where the resources are. We give minimal Stuff to where there's actual attacks upon Christian people. Um, you know, when we were doing some of the, the, the series with Johnny, one of the things he talked about, he says, the Rome is behind, you know, the, the murder of a lot of Christians. And that includes in these Middle Eastern lands. That includes in African countries. But do you see the, the United States uh, military being sent into a, lot of, uh, into a lot of places in Africa? No, because what are the resources we're going to gain out of it? You're right, the poppy fields in Afghanistan. Guarding those. Huh, I wonder why that was. You can bet your bottom dollar the U.S. government had their hand in the distribution of, of the poppies throughout the world. Just like they were using the CIA, running them in the Caribbean. Running them up through Mexico and other places. But with that said... 
Here they are, warning of targeted cyber attacks on food plants. Who do you think's doing the cyber attacking? Do you think it's really Russia? Really? Do you think it's really China? Do you think it's some foreign entity? No, it's the people in our government. In unconstitutional agencies. Let me say this. I don't think the FBI is constitutional. It's certainly not listed in Article 1, Section 8 as something that should be there. It's not listed in Article 2 at all in the executive branch. Oh, well, people, you know, Tim, people put things in place. I understand they put things in place, but they're not constitutional. They're not authorized to do it. And I would say if the FBI people actually held to the Constitution, they would look at themselves and go, you know what, I'm working an unconstitutional agency, which means I'm working for a lawless agency. I don't know any other way to say it. If they're unconstitutional, that means they're lawless. Okay? Now this latest report, and this comes from um, Michael Snyder, over the series of mysterious explosions at natural gas facilities. Here's what he writes. On Saturday, an absolutely massive explosion at a very important natural gas facility in Medford, Oklahoma, right in the heartland, made headlines all over the nation. The following comes from CBS News. A large fire Saturday afternoon engulfed a natural gas plant in the small northern Oklahoma town of Medford. Video posted social media showed heavily, or excuse me, heavy flames and smoke billowing hundreds of feet into the air. The fire occurred at a natural gas liquids uh, fractionation facility operated by Oniok, a company spokesman confirmed in a statement to CBS News. And then, of course, we've got the video there. You can see that at um, at Sons of Liberty. Media.com. Just two days earlier, there was another mysterious explosion near Houston, Texas. Authorities say a fire is now out after an explosion along a natural gas line sent up a column of flames from a field in Fort Bend County on Thursday. According to the Fort Bend County uh, Precinct 1 Constable's Office, the explosion occurred before 11 a.m. in the 15400 block of Joanne near FM 1952 west of Orchard. Okay, is this a normal thing? Apparently not. Last month, a massive explosion at a liquefied natural gas terminal in Quintana Island, Texas, ended up taking a substantial amount of fuel off the market. An explosion at a liquefied natural gas terminal in Texas has left nearby residents rattled and is taking a substantial amount of fuel off the market at a time when global demand is soaring. Freeport LNG will be offline for at least three weeks, the company said Thursday, following a fire in its export facility. And here comes, the, here comes some of the propaganda here. Some are suggesting that the Russians could be behind these accidents. <laughs> Gosh. We're just going to blame Russia for everything. Never look in our own backyard. According to Washington Examiner editor Tim Rogan, the Russians actually have a cyber unit that is fully capable of pulling off such attacks. Yeah, we do too. And it's right here. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you can read the report about that as well. 
Many on the internet are pointing out that there was another very unusual fire at a facility in Valdez, Alaska on June the 27th. A tanker truck that caught fire at a Valdez refinery Monday afternoon halted fuel loading activities at the facility on Tuesday, state officials say. The truck was loading diesel when the explosion occurred, according to the Alaska Department of Environmental Conservation. You know, this... We're in the summer months now. Now, some people use propane, and I don't understand the technology for it to, like, run a refrigerator. I, that It's like, my mind goes, propane, you use that on your grill, right? You use that to heat your house. Use that to heat your water. I don't understand the technology that something's done that you use it, and I guess it's a source of energy, so I, I, I get that part, but I don't understand how refrigerators that is cold, not hot, <laughs> I don't understand that works. But you've got, you've got these different things being used. You've got the energy being attacked. You've got the food supply being attacked. And this is some of the things that, that I wanted to, to point out to you is that we're in the summer months. So you might have refrigerators, freezers, whatever is, is used for propane. Also, um, you know, ovens and stoves. I know there's gas ovens and stoves that are being used. This is going to cut down on the production, which is going to make your, your propane bill go up. Okay. Then we've got the attacks on the food facilities. Now we've got new legislation out of California that's wanting to keep about 70,000 truckers off the roads in California. That's where all the ports are that they bring things in. You understand that. This isn't just affecting California. It's going to affect the rest of the country. This is why we have to keep our eye on the ball and say who the enemies are. Gavin Newsom, the governor out there, is a domestic terrorist. He should be treated as such. He should not be given laud and honor and all of this stuff. Nope. He is an enemy of the people. And his actions are going to affect the rest of the states in the United States. Then we come to, well, what does the Bible tell us about all of these things, Tim? Well, when you go to Leviticus 26, now Deuteronomy 28 has a lot to do in there as well. And it talks about there's a famine that will come upon the people. We can see the example of that in 70 AD. We can see the actual fulfillment of it in 70 AD. And you read Josephus. But Moses wrote and he said, you're going to be sieged. The city's going to be sieged. And Jesus reiterated that, that that was coming in that generation, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. He reiterated that was coming in that generation. And he told the people, when you see the abomination of desolation, right? He said that in Matthew 24. But in Luke 21, the parallel there, he says, when you see the armies surrounding Jerusalem, the Roman armies surrounding Jerusalem, then you need to get out of the city. Don't stay there. Flee to the mountains. And those who fled to the mountains were saved. They were rescued. Those who remained in the city, um, for however long they lived, and you can read the gory, disgusting, frightening details of the judgment of God in which they were eating their own children. And I would remind you, America, that you are being fed your children. We've done a show, we put the articles out, where the aborted Children's cells are being put and used as flavoring in many of your favorite foods. Whole list of them. I'll try to have that in the, art, in, in the archive. I didn't pull it up. Whole, whole deal there. 
But look at what God says that he'll do. This is Leviticus 26, verse 26. Or excuse me, let's bring up uh, verse 25. And I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. And when ye are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I believe God's sending a pestilence among us through the sorcerers, through the shots. People are sick. They're having adverse effects. They're being killed. There's your pestilence. And you shall be delivered unto the hand of the enemy. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, ten women shall break your, bake your bread in one oven, and they shall deliver you your bread again by weight, and ye shall eat and not be satisfied. You'll not be satisfied. And then he comes down and he reiterates what, uh, what he said in Deuteronomy. I will walk contrary unto you also in fury, and I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins, and ye shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters shall ye eat. And what's he going to do? I'll destroy your high places, cut down your images, and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols, and my soul shall abhor you. Hmm, that doesn't sound like Rick Warren's God who loves you and has a great plan for your life. And we see these Georgia Guidestones being torn down. I told you what I kind of think about that, but in any case, Deuteronomy 11. And if you scroll down, I don't have the time because we're going we're gonna to cut short today. We're just going to cut on time. Um, and I believe this is where I wanted to go. And verse 17, Deuteronomy 11, 17. And then the Lord's, wrath be, will, um, the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven, and there will be no rain, that the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. And what's his, what's his remedy here? Ah, it goes back to Deuteronomy twenty, Deuteronomy six. Therefore, shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign on your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And ye, if you guys don't get the imagery there from Revelation thirteen, everybody's wanting to know what the mark of the beast is. That's what it is. Are you holding to the law of God? Or are you going to follow along with the tyrant, the, the dictates of the tyrants of men? And you shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, and thou shalt write them on the gates of the doorpost of thine house, and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children, in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon the earth. Diligently keep the commandments of God. That's the remedy to all of this is us diligently doing those things of keeping the commandments of God. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SunsLibertyMedia.com. Common Core Diva tomorrow with the Rotten Accord Tuesday. See ya.